This is episode 236 of the Dorky, Geeky, Nerdy Trivia Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Rollins, and this week we have Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker Trivia. It's our ninth Star Wars episode and the last of the sequel trilogy. If you're looking for more Star Wars trivia, visit dorkygeekynerdy.com and just search Star Wars, or search for anything else that strikes your fancy. As always, this episode features three rounds of ten questions each. Simple and straightforward, so let's get going. The Dorky Round Number one. Somehow, what villain from the original trilogy returns as the big bad for episode nine? Emperor Palpatine. Number two, the final shot of episode nine takes place on what planet? Tatooine. Number three, what actor is the only one to appear in all nine Star Wars episode movies? Anthony Daniels, who plays C-3PO. Number four, who directed episode nine? J.J. Abrams. He directed Episode 7 as well. Number 5. Who received top billing for Episode 9? Carrie Fisher. Number 6. What First Order officer is revealed to be a Resistance spy? General Hux. Number seven. What Sith artifact does Kylo Ren obtain in the first few minutes of the film? A Wayfinder. Number eight. Ray changes her name to what at the end of the film? Ray Skywalker. Number nine. What questionable technique does Poe Dameron use to escape the First Order while flying the Millennium Falcon? Light speed skipping. Number ten. Who composed the music for Episode Nine? John Williams. He stated this would be his last Star Wars work, but then composed the theme for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. The Geeky Round Number 1. 
the final battle takes place above and on what planet? Exegol. Number two. Who has a bad feeling about this in episode nine? Lando Calrissian. Number three. What actress plays the masked Zori Bliss? Carrie Russell. Number four. Whose ship does Ray use to join the final battle? Luke's X-Wing. Number five. Dennis Lawson reprises his role as what Star Wars character? Wedge Antilles. Number six. Who was initially set to direct episode nine? Colin Trevorrow. He left due to creative differences. Number seven. When Ray makes her own lightsaber, what color is the blade? Yellow. Number eight. Though only nine inches tall, what character required seven puppeteers to operate? Babu Frick. Number nine. Carrie Fisher's appearance in the movie was made from unused footage from what movie? Episode 7, The Force Awakens. Number 10. How many years have passed between the first Star Wars movie and Episode 9? Forty-two years. The Nerdy Round. Number 1. Palpatine plans on replacing the First Order with what organization? The Final Order. Number two. The Death Star's remains were found on what moon? Kef Beer. Number three, actress Billy Lord wears whose costume from episode six? Princess Leia's costume. Lord is Carrie Fisher's daughter. 
Number four, a staple of J.J. Abrams' films and shows, who played pilot Snap Wexley in Episode 9. Greg Grunberg. Number 5. Palpatine's message, mentioned in the opening crawl, was broadcast into what online game? Fortnite. Number six, which Middle Eastern country stood in for the desert world of Pasana? Jordan. Number seven, how many Academy Awards did Episode 9 receive? Though nominated three times, it won zero awards at the Oscars. Number eight, who wrote the official novelization of Rise of Skywalker? Ray Carson. Number nine, who executes General Hux? General Pride. Number 10. On what planet does Ray train with Leia? Kajimi. And we're done. This probably won't be our last visit to a galaxy far, far away, especially since there are two other theatrically released movies and a bunch of TV series. I know the sequel trilogy wasn't for everyone, but I know a few kids that had their interest in the franchise sparked by these movies. I'll be back next week with another episode. Here's a clue to ponder in the meantime. Which Marvel hero was born in Canada in the late 19th century? I feel like I should have covered this character by now, but I haven't. I will rectify this problem next Wednesday. This was episode 236 of the Dorky, Geeky, Nerdy Trivia Podcast. The theme music is by Jason Shaw at audionautics.com. This podcast is written, produced, and hosted by me, Brian Rollins. Come see what else I'm getting up to at thevoicesinmyhead.com. Thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
when a U.S. expedition is attacked, three survivors, a professor, her student, and a soldier are saved by a mysterious vessel, the Namtsev. The enigmatic Captain Nikto elects to keep the captives aboard, requiring each of their skills for his daring pursuits. But as evidence of a rogue submarine alerts the world's navies, the captives must work together to avoid annihilation. 20,000 Kilos Under the Sea is a fast-paced adventure thriller that's described as the classic Disney adventure meets the hunt for Red October. 20,000 Kilos Under the Sea, a modern retelling of the Jules Verne classic, written by Richard Wycliffe and narrated by Brian Rollins. Available right now on Audible or iTunes. Discover adventure and madness beneath the waves.